The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is, uh, well, you know what, as I'm recording this, I still haven't decided yet. So <laughs> It'll either be 69 um, beats per minute. Rooting for pneumonia or green trampoline. I'll toss a coin and, and you'll see it appear on your... You're probably seeing it right now. You know before I do what the name of this episode is. Amazing. How does that work? Time travel. That's the only answer. Time travel. Uh, the entire uh, panel showed up. Everybody was here. We all had a good time. And, and uh, so we uh, we thank you for listening. We, we know there are a lot of podcasts, but we thank you for flying geekshowpodcast.com. And we especially thank you for our uh, Patreon people. Uh, thank you so much, True Believers. We appreciate that. Go to uh, geekshowgotthiscovered.com, and it'll link you right to our Patreon feature. Um, I, I have a, a little audio piece coming up on it that uh, I can't do on the radio, and I don't really feel right about doing it here on this free podcast. So this is a perfect venue for it, and it should be up there as you're listening to this. So uh, geekshowgotthiscover.com for our Patreon content. It's really affordable. Tree fitty. Come on, really. Uh, but this podcast will continue to be free just for you. And uh, thanks to our sponsors, our fine sponsors like Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Uh, this is the last uh, chance for the uh, 30th anniversary sale that they're having. 20% off everything store-wide. This is your chance to go in if you've had your eye on something in the store. This is the time to go in and do it. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. That sale ends on the 31st, so get in there and take advantage of that. Also, a lot of great deals at Haster Games. This, uh, you know, this, uh, this pandemic has uh, had people staying home more, and because of that, the need for, for entertainment is just so palpable, especially if you're quarantined with a bunch of your uh, family. Uh, this is a perfect time to get yourself a, a great board game and learn how to play it uh, from Haster Games. Uh, anything from D&D to Magic the Gathering, this is, a, this is a great selection of board games. It's a Haster Games. So you can still do curbside. Go to HasterGames.com and then call them. Uh, you can buy the stuff there. Call them when you get to the store and they'll bring it out to you if you want that. Uh, or the store is open. You know, wear your mask and go in and see them. Locally owned and operated, 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. It's Haster Games. All right, let's get to this brand new episode that even I don't know the name of it yet. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to our basements, bedrooms, boudoirs, bunkers, hospital rooms. Uh, huh? <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lee, how are you? Are you okay? Yeah, are you oh, sick? Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> here, here, Lee, this will make you happy. Ready? Okay. Well, he's a big, big boy. He's the biggest boy. He's the big, big boy. He's the biggest boy. He's the big, big boy. Biggest boy. Big, big boy. Biggest boy. There you go. Sorry, that's all the that that hoedowns all the energy I had for this. So. Oh no. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, you're, such so a, early. you're such a big boy, though. Uh, uh, not that, anymore. Was, was that the new song by Little Nas X? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it's uh, Ice Cube's song that he wrote for Trump. Uh, <laughs> remember those simpler days when simpler days when the big controversy was a gay black guy was a country star. <laughs> Listen, what I did in my teenage years. Is exactly. <laughs> he needed the money. He needed oh the money. <laughs> this got dark. He needed the money. He's Jay Whitaker. I do need wow. the money. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, hey, um, I am a I am a human being, and uh, you know, just being a person. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> uh, and, and Twitch at it's Jay Whitaker, and uh, support whatever you can. Hey, listen, do me a favor. Okay, um, go on Spotify, Apple, Title. And uh, search Big Little Kid, B-I-G-L-I-L-K-I-D, and just listen. Give your boy some streams. Get, I want some of that streams money. I want I want two cents. I want a check for two cents in the mail. It's a delightful he song. That, he wants to be that new AOC. He's like, You got Papa the brunch song on there? Twitch string among us. Yeah, yeah that's a delightful song. I have two songs on there, but I'm getting ready to add some more. I've been working hard on some new music. For you guys and honestly i do appreciate anyone that's ever listened to it and um but yeah the both songs are up there i released them in july but give me some streams give me some clicks share it with your friends put it in your instagram story facebook all that shit work out to it tell me what you think Thank if you. your right. ears are horny for j beats just do that i will send you beats <laughs> send your ears yeah. get your ears horny for j beats yes uh, i i will i will propose this to the listeners you send me your favorite animal and um Tiger. A beep, okay, a BPM. And, Four. Uh, and your no, favorite. really slow. Okay, yeah, I so, know. so send me a BPM, your favorite animal, and your favorite instrument, and I will make a beat out of it. All right, okay. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there. I have a serious one. Elephant, kazoo, 4-4 four, four time. 4-4 four, four time? Yeah. I, I love it. I want 72 <laughs> BPM, a Kirk's Dick Dick, and a Didgeridoo. Can you guys leave this? Ah, dude, I was just thinking. I was just messing around with the didgeridoo. I just got this new didgeridoo plug-in. I want Please. drums, a tiger, and uh, to the speed the, of bees in the, in the trap from Nicki Minaj. Okay. Put, put this in the chat. I need all of these in the chat. <laughs> all right. This is I'll, the chat. I'll, I'll take uh, I'll take a mandolin and six, <laughs> a, a mandolin, a pangolin. Six, a man, a mandolin, sixty-nine a, beats per minute. Hey. Nice. And, and a beaver drowning in Mountain Dew. No, uh, that's no. I, I was gonna say a possum. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. What? Nothing. Hey, penguin! Penguin! Ah, penguin! Where did that come from? I got a whole bunch of these. Uh, they, yeah. These guys, uh, the guys sent me a bunch of stickers. So I'll, I'll put those. That's my yeah, joke. Penguin sandwich. My yeah. joke made a sticker. Yeah, I'm so that's excited. beautiful. <laughs> All right, Your now joke I'm officially came to out life of energy. And it made a sticker. His joke came to life via a sticker. He's Lee George Cage. <sighs> Guys. <laughs> Hi, Lee. What's up there, Hi. buddy? Um, so I've got good news. The good news yeah. is um, as of this morning, I'm down officially 60 pounds since nice. I started taking care of my my, my, my health and my eating since, since May. Uh and oh, the other good news—I uh, probably won't be interrupting anybody during this episode, so oh. that's really good news. So rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is uh, I have never—I thought I thought what we were doing as far as isolating to stay safe was mm-hmm. 
enough to make you a little batty. Yeah. But until you're officially quarantined under medical orders, you really don't know how bad it is. Like for realsies. Yeah. So I I started having a cough and respiratory problems a couple days back and um, finally decided that, so I called the clinic at work and they're like, oh, well, you need to come in because you either have like a, a really bad respiratory infection or you have COVID. So they they stuck the warm dry centipede up my nose Did and wiggled it around. They scrape your brain. They don't scrape your brain. It's it's literally they take a long tube that has a really like warm, slightly almost hot centipede, and it's really dry. And they wiggle that around inside your nasal cavity for a minute, and yeah. then right when you're used to it, they pull it out, and part of your soul comes with it. But yeah. um, ah, that's I don't have that's the soul. test. Yeah. So um, we have to find the Horcrux and destroy it. Yeah, but the what best part me? is. If you get a test on a Friday morning, you don't get the results back until Monday. That's so, great. Yeah, that's so a way, that's a good way weekend. to fuck up a weekend. Yeah. Oh, well, weekend. yeah. And it's, and it's literally I've never rooted harder for pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, come uh, on, pneumonia. Come on, but baby. here's here's the thing, Utah. I remember on Thursday they were like, "We just had fifteen hundred and sixty cases. That's a record. We can't we can't be- break that record." And then yesterday we had nineteen hundred cases, and they're like, "What do we do, baby?" Yeah, and the ICUs are full, and I'm sitting here going, "I I can't actually get sick because, but if I have pneumonia, this is the best part. This is for all the people out there not wearing masks. Fuck you. I had to get tested." <laughs> Friday morning, I have to wait until Monday to get my test results to find out whether or not they can treat me for what is most likely pneumonia. Because I can't go in and get help for this respiratory illness that I have right now because Because. they have to exhaust the possibility of COVID so that I don't kill the clinic staff. But Mr. Hannity said this is the greatest healthcare system in the world. If I All survive right. this, I'm going to Hannity's house. I'm going to take an umbrella made out of machetes. I'm going to shove it up his ass and open and close it until the screaming stops. So Rude. fuck you, Sean Hannity. No, I said right, I'm going to type that into Pornhub and see what pops up. <laughs> There's got to be at least six videos like sure. that already. Hey, fun said- fact. Do you know what is on Pornhub I discovered yesterday unrelated to anything? Among Us porn. What did you discover what? on Pornhub? Among Us. The There's Among game, Us huh? porn. I don't know. Wait. She's looking pretty sus over there. That's sus. <laughs> sus. She among discovered among she discovered Among Us porn. She's Rebecca Frost. Okay, I'm gonna say this just once. This is my one time saying it this year, and then okay. I'm not gonna do it again. Okay. It's heated blanket season. I fucking hate the winter. I hate being cold more than anything in this goddamn world. It's, it's and I wish it was degrees. spring. <laughs> That's it. That's the only time I'm going to complain about it. Okay. Every, you got me. I got my heated blanket on. I don't believe on. you. <laughs> oh, I, I hear you. I've got Hold on. I've got my little ceramic heater right there. Oh, there yeah. You go. Look, I put on pants. I'm gonna tu- I'm gonna turn on the. Thank you. Normally they're shorts. I'm gonna turn on the heat uh, uh, in my recliner. Oh my gosh! Ooh, look at this. I'm guy. just saying, I would rather look be too hot than too cold, and I hate winter, and I hate when it's cold. Oh, okay. And that's where I'm at today, at Joss Whelan on Twitter. <laughs> well, the, the, the cold speaks very highly of you. That's all I can oh, say. It's I in understand. my name. It's in my name. You exactly. would think I would love it. He uh, He's turning on the heat in his uh, magic recliner. 
No. He's Shannon Barnes. Right. No. Look at this hold guy on. living no. large. No. Hold on. Wait, hold on. I'm a little distracted. Hmm? So what hold else on, is I'm just, new? Uh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Just before we get started, I got to check my... Uh... We already started. Oh, we did? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I'm, I'm checking my 2020 weird shit that happens bingo card. Okay. Ooh. What'd you get? Okay. Ooh, I'm really close to a bingo. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I have... You're going for blackout, right? Uh, I'm going, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm always going for blackout. Right. Um, I, d- I did not have. Ah, oh, god damn it! I did not have. Borat catches Rudy Giuliani jerking off. Yo, I did not see that one coming. Which is weird because you did have Zombie Hands McConnell. Yes, I did. Right, but it was in the other corner. Yeah. yeah, what's up with that? Wrong what's corner? up with Giuliani's well, you, you, McConnell's hands? I can answer that. You saw Game of Thrones, right? It's the grayscale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Travis the Pie Man made that joke. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> uh, he's, he's turning into a rock? Basically, yeah. I need a penguin sticker. No, like, uh, seriously, you guys. I was just like, earlier this week, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you he got was fucking... A- you got got his shirt by in. Borat? He was tucking his shirt in. Sure. With his talk dick. to one woman. Because that's how talk microphones to one, work. Talk to one woman. I mean, that's the funniest part. Because uh, it says Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen ran into the room to stop him from assaulting his co-actor, right? Yeah. And he said, if he did that to her, imagine how many reporters he's done that to. Yeah. And well, what's so crazy the, is Sasha Baron Cohen, like, I guess that actress, like, she never felt like... Like she was, she always she's, felt pretty safe. Yeah, but like, Sasha Baron Cohen scared. was like, uh, uh. He was uh, like, I need to no, put he, a bra and panties on and run into no, that room. He ran quick. in. He, he he runs in and he goes, "That's my daughter. She's 15 years old. She's, she's too, too old for you. She's too old for you. Take me instead." <laughs> okay, that was Comedian super rude. Genius. <laughs> All right, and I guess so, I guess like Rudy called the cops and shit. Yeah, that's that's on record in the Hollywood yeah. Reporter from months ago. Uh-huh. Uh, he has at least a rock star a day. He's quad T too tall Tony. This is very true. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> and who was your rock star you had today? What was his name? Uh, his <laughs> Mick Jagger. His his. Uh, I was going to make Sammy a joke, Hagar? but it's too soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or on the Gadget Spot. And right. I, for one, agree 100% with Rebecca. The winter can go screw. I Listen, fucking hate winter. I was so surprised. Guys, it's not even here yet, you guys. Oh, oh I know. It's coming. The, it's, but it's, it's the I'm freezing. But right. hey, Tony. the upside is we're not going to have to leave the house. That's true. Yeah, Never. great. Ever, hey, ever, hey, again. And, and, ever again. Ever again. <laughs> and and Jay, I know New England winners are much worse than Utah winners, but still, that's why I all the great ski resorts are in New England. Yes, you know, yeah, yesterday, right? <laughs> yesterday. Yo, wait, wait, wait! Time out, time out, real quick, real quick. They they were telling me about their mountains that they have out here. You're like, yeah, you should go up to to Vermont or New Hampshire and check out like White Mountain. Which first off, coming in hot. Don't yep. want it, you know. Like I'm White like, Mountain sounds like a place I do not want to go. Yeah, I was just like, I just I've been watching Lovecraft Country. No, thank you. Like, it, it's a, it, so then, so then I was like, so what's you know? I'm like, all right, cool. I do miss the mountains. What's the elevation? They're like two thousand feet. I was like, get the fuck out fuck of here. That's, that's, that's not a mountain. 
That's a that's, hill. That's, that's a hill. That's a. That's I was a, like, oh, cool. Way to go sledding with your little. <laughs> Two thousand feet above sea level, where everything's at, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't right. forget about our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, live from right where I'm sitting here in the basement. Live from White Mountain. Hey, I'm, yes. wearing, a, I'm wearing a Geek oh. Show t-shirt. Where can you get those? Can you get uh, those anywhere? If you go to our website and click on merchandise, there is yeah. a link. Yes. I need a new one that says Rebecca on it, because the one have I have... That? The one I have, every time I look down, I feel like I'm in the sixth sense. That's the new one. The new one <laughs> we, should, we should make a we should make a frost uh, like a frost uh, mask, and it says like I hate the cold or something like that. Rebecca hates the cold. Hey, don't, don't we know. have a new uh, Geek Show mask? Uh, these are not for public consumption. Oh, yeah. Don't yet. I have a new Geek Show mask? They, I they, can't they, tell if we're in a commercial <laughs> or. If I'm, you're trying to segue into stuff, I just want to make you guys some money before COVID takes me. Well, but then we'll update the logo and we'll sell more shirts because people have to have the new ones. Yeah, that's my gift to you guys. If it was really a commercial, there would be like side effects. Side effects from a geek. But if that's the case, the timeline's accelerating. Yeah, that's true. We're gonna be losing because if if I go, that'll be two years, and then the next one will be a year. So let's just have a strong in our vitamins. All right. Huh? Let's <laughs> get going. No more Lee, don't, about don't, this, let no more. don't don't let it control your life, bud. Don't let it it's re- beat you. It's, it's really easy to say. My nurse is literally on the porch with a net. <laughs> if I leave. Uh, all right, let's get going here. The big news this week. That made geek internet explode in, in on both sides. Uh, was this whole, and I, I refuse to call it the Snyder Cut because the Snyder Cut doesn't Christ. exist. This is a new movie. It is a, he's, got, he's been given enough money to make two movies, all right? So it's not the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut never existed, but he's, <laughs> he's adding on to them. Now. Everyone exploded when they heard that they're bringing someone who was not in the Justice League movie into the Justice League movie. Uh, Jared Leto will be playing the Joker. Here's here's what I sincerely think. I okay, think Zack Snyder is so pissed off that he's going to do everything he can to make sure to piss off a bunch of other people as well. So he's like, you know who everybody else really fucking hates? Jared Leto. <laughs> I thought I thought I read too that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Joe Mangelono. Joe Mangelo. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be in it. He's gonna make an appearance too. His Deathstroke is that? Yeah, he, uh, you know that hot guy who likes to play D and D. That's wow. awesome. I think Joe Mangelo I well, don't know is awesome. You remember he showed up as Deathstroke at the end of the movie, right? And uh, apparently Zack Snyder had bigger plans for him, and then it was rewritten by Joss Whedon, and so he's bringing you know, him back in. Blah, there's blah, another blah. surprising one that I I just did not expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, an actor that they've brought back from a, a previous franchise that's DC related. Um, they're bringing back Madge Blake to reprise her role as Aunt Harriet. Oh, you just made me very <laughs> happy at, at Wayne Manor. Well, yeah. Bruce and Dick spend so much time together fishing. Um, and also, I heard that Peter Dinklage is going to make an appearance as Batmite. As Batmite. Oh that would be Bat great. Mike. Yeah. Okay, love it. That's racist. I'd like that. So, That's racist. What? That's a racist? <laughs> It's the COVID. I, I don't make any sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was super what, rude. What, what, one thing, though. You're one like, thing. I, I can't taste, and I think that midgets are a race. <laughs> one one thing, though. I've been too much D&D. Uh, 
if we if we look at pa- at the past, okay. um, and I'm not a Snyder brony by by any stretch, but All if right. we look at when he's given uh, more latitude to make a director's cut of movies he's already made, <laughs> yeah, it come it comes out to be a better movie than, and an hour than what he was but, forced however, to cut But however, this is not a movie. This is it's true. This is a mini series. This, this is an HBO. Yeah. This is the black card Which, essentially. Yeah, they've get. <laughs> Oh yeah, four <laughs> episodes or whatever the bullshit it is. HBO's gonna be like, you know what, honey, you just take whatever you need. You want sixteen I, hours? You just take it. I think that's great because no. yes, it is great. You look Tony's at Watchmen just hoping director's he's finally gonna get a Green Lantern scene. Oh, dude. Um, I mean, it, it'll be the year. That's the oh, that's, that's the, what Tony. This, I am going make, to. It's gonna make twenty twenty one. It'll make twenty twenty one the year of Tony if I get Green Lantern in the Zack Snyder. <laughs> Tony, I'm going to die Green, laughing when the Snyder cut comes out and there is not a whiff of a Green Lantern. Mentioned. Or even better, they cut the Green they Lantern the scene that was in the theater for time. <laughs> Question for Tony. Shut up. You shut. <laughs> you shut up. Question Jay? for Tony. Yes, Jay. Did you do you love the Green Lantern? Like, which came first, Green Lantern or Mountain Dew? Like, I have to know. Like, oh, it's all question. green, baby. It's all yeah. the same. It's all the same. It's all green. If I, you drink, if you drink enough Mountain Dew, you can imagine a giant mallet that will smash your enemies. You That's why I, t- I tell people I would make the worst Green Lantern because all I could think about is like a uh, trampoline, uh, <laughs> quick trains coming, big trampoline. Like I would use a big trampoline for everything. I just imagine, I just imagine like Tony at a Costco, like picking up Mountain Dew and like saying the Green Lantern's oath, like just as he slowly picks it up. Right. Is that, is that how you get your fuel? In darkest in night. Blackest, in night. darkest night. Blackest night. No evil shall escape my sight as I load the cart with Excuse Dew. me. Excuse me. Say it correctly. In brightest day or blackest night. Okay. I'm just glad we all know what Tony recites while he's brushing his teeth every night. Oh, so it, ta- it takes exactly 15 seconds, which is how long I need to brush my teeth. 15 seconds? You have to do like two minutes. <laughs> At least two minutes, Tony. At A least. Joke. All that Mountain Dew. Com. Quick toothbrushes will no. do no. it for you. Back no. to commercials, eh? All right. Um, <laughs> I, I just want, I want to know when I get the Bartson cut of my failed marriage. <laughs> will it be longer or shorter what got. than what was, you already it was pretty, have? It was already too long, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> happening all right uh other announcements made other announcements made this made this week were uh i i I don't know how you feel about this um i think he's probably the best guy for this job they want to do an adams family live action tv show and they got tim burton boo no no he's done tim burton can take his long spindly weird greasy hands away from everything that's good no really no a tv show though yeah, no. it's a TV show. I think it's no, great. No, no, Tim Burton, just get him. I love it. Get it. No, get him out. Get him out of there. He's yeah. great. He's the best. Oh wait. Nope. I swear theater. to Christ, if he makes Johnny Depp Gomez, I will burn he the won't. planet down. He won't. No, Johnny he won't. Je- Johnny Depp is going to be Pugsley. I mean, the most the most you'll get is probably what's her name is uh, uh, as the as the as, Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, yeah, yeah, Helena yeah, Bonham Carter. Yeah. They, they broke, broke up. up. Yeah, they split. Up. They split. Yeah. Oh, they do whatever other twenty year old he's dating. All right. I think that, uh, you know, if you're going to do an Adams Family TV show live action, you want somebody like that, you know. If I, not him, maybe Ryan Murphy, I don't know. 
I would be more on board with a Ryan Murphy Adams family than I am a Tim Burton family. Then watch Adams that mon- watch that monsters thing that he did then on YouTube. Oh, was that Ryan, Ryan Murphy? That wasn't Ryan that Murphy. Was, who was it? Do I get my Ryan's that mixed was, up? It was Brian Brian Fuller. Brian oh, Fuller. Ryan Fuller. Brian, yeah. Ryan. Oh, we should oh, okay. get Brian oh. Fuller to okay, do it. Okay, that's who I'm talking about. Brian Fuller, not Brian Ryan Murphy. Brian Fuller would be perfect. Right. At, yeah. Th- there'd be like three episodes and it'll get canceled. I was yeah, say. I have something perfect. He, he I have something bad to out. say about Brian Fuller, though. Huh? Brian Fuller's um, Don't ruin weirdness him, is no, no. I love Brian Fuller. Oh, okay, I think good. Pushing Daisies is one of the best shows that's ever been created. Really good. But a large part of the reason why it took so long for Discovery to get back on track in its first season was because they had to try to exercise all the Brian Fullerisms from the first part of the season. (laughs) He was the one that gave us the Mushmouth Klingons, and the show was so weird and high concept that they kind of had to pivot away from it when he left. But hey, it's it's going full gun. What do you mean, Mushmouth? Right. (laughs) Who let Pock in? (laughs) Oh, Pock. Uh, let's see. And then, then there's this other, <laughs> then there's this other bit of news and we'll take a break. Uh, you know, I had to sell all my Queeby stock because <laughs> ah! hey, I called this a year ago. You did. The problem yeah. with Quibi, the no, problem not, with Quibi wait, is I, I couldn't do other stuff on my phone. <laughs> I couldn't have called it a year ago because it hasn't been around that long. Maybe Six not months. Months. It was 10 months. months ago. Uh, Should we get a glass? Do we get a glass for pour one out for Queeby? No. Let's raise a glass for Queeby. Raise a glass. We feel bad for the people that are losing their jobs as a result. We really do. Because the platform platform itself is garbage. Tried to pitch to Quibi, and they said that she wasn't a big enough celebrity to uh, like pitch for, you know, their platform, which is a platform in streaming content, which is kind of something that she pioneered. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. She yes. was there from the beginning. She knows. She, like saying, she tweeted, she's like, I'm not. <laughs> Felicia Day, you're not good enough for singing blogs. But it's kind of funny. Well, now that's that's the big question, though, is where all of this stuff shows up. Because you've got Reno 911 new stuff. You've got the remake of The Fugitive with uh, Kiefer Sutherland and uh, Chris Hemsworth, I believe, is in it. I don't know. <laughs> They're only six-minute episodes. Wait, hold on. Kiefer Sullivan is the new fugitive. Uh, he's, he's 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 either the cop or I think he's the cop. <laughs> he's the guy that he's says I train. don't care. I think. Yeah, I think he's chasing my wife. But uh, so I'm wondering what happens to all of these shows. They haven't said yet. Um, Give me back my wife. Well, I think uh, th- I saw. Think about... I think I, I think I saw Reno 911. Just going good. back to Comedy Central. No, oh, okay. Because you could just splice those together and yeah. make them into an episode. I think, yeah, I think the idea of it was really good. I mean, the problem was it's like gas station TV. You know what I mean? It's, it's... That, that was the idea, and that's terrible. Yeah, I can't <laughs> also... do other stuff on my phone and watch Quibi on my so, phone. N- so NPR did a, a pretty good thing where they're like, yeah, it may have been an okay idea, but COVID sent everybody home to their big screens. That's true. Hmm. Well, even then, I, I okay. Well, well, but here's the I, funny part, though, is that just, uh, there was an attempt to sell the company to Apple, Warner Media, and Facebook, and all three of them said, <laughs> nah. "No one wants it." So, so and Apple, they, Apple, and uh, and what was uh, you had Facebook, Warner and, Media, and Facebook. So Apple and and Warner Media have their own platforms, so it's not yeah. terribly obvious that they said no. Facebook doesn't even have its own real platform for content like that, and they still said no. They have well, they. <laughs> have all the money they they just went to, yeah, to people right. with all the money and exactly. said you want to buy a, a tv thing you know they're like you want and they're like no no no, no. no. sorry so, it's too old you, for us did you guys Wait. know that uh 
that since they do 15 minute or shorter episodes they get around the Screen Actors Guild's yes. uh, rules yep. about having mm-hmm. to pay union yes. rates and things like I heard that. Of, yep. I heard that about is, that. That's that's dirty poker, right? That's there. diabolical, that's a, is what. That's it is. why I didn't yeah. like it. Like I thought, I think the concept of the of the platform was pretty cool, but you know, like I follow Ron, Ron Funches on Twitter a lot. He's if you He's should funny. always you should always follow him. But um, Quibi was. That's that's one of the things mm-hmm. I didn't like about it, and he kind of expressed those um, sentiments. In, in, in quickly, before we go to break, in other uh, financial news... Um, quickly the, or uh, quibbly? Qu- qu- quibby. Uh, <laughs> the new James Bond movie, the, the the studio company went to... Quibby? All, again, all these people with all the money, you know, like Netflix <laughs> yeah. and Amazon, hey, and said, want look, you, you, want want, you want our new James Bond movie? And he said, well, how much? And they said, well, $600 million. And they went, that's too much. That's a lot. That's too much. Six hundred. They wanted yeah, six hundred million. Is that what they thought they were going to make? Yeah, I'm sure that's what they decided. Yeah. Oh, this is what it would make in normal circumstances mm-hmm. on in the movie theater. Is it though? Uh, it, well, it's yeah, maybe. The times it? they are a change. I was going to say it. It won't. If they released it in a month or so, it won't make your six hundred oh, million. No. no, right now, no, no. way, no, no way. I mean, and, uh, a year ago, maybe. You can because hang on to it because it's the, James Bond and it's a product that we know and love. So, but you know, the projections we're seeing for the next two months, no, no way. Yeah. No. Uh, so uh, I think Netflix should have, uh, you know, bit them down a little bit. And said, eh, five hundred. Yeah, I would have said <laughs> about, half. About, about half. half off your Netflix subscription for the next half. twenty years. Half. We'll give all Hulf. the production crew a lifetime Hulf. subscription to Netflix. How about yeah. that? Well, Daniel Craig, Hulf. his Netflix is on us, but it's going to cost him five projects. <laughs> all right. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be, we'll right, be right back. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's in the month of October. Oh, hey, come celebrate the 30th anniversary of Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at Dr. Volt's Anniversary Sale. The anniversary sale will be October 16th through the 31st, and everything in the store will be 20% off. Have you had your eye on one of uh, Dr. Volt's Golden or Silver Age comics? Have you been trying to complete a run of your favorite series? Is there a toy or statue you keep telling yourself next time? Well, now is your next time. Get that comic, toy, and statue at Dr. Volt's 30th anniversary sale, October 16th through the 31st. And just in time for the 30th anniversary of Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, Velody Studios, the team that brought you Salt City Strangers and the Gull, presents Dr. Volt Comics, an exciting comic based on the beloved mascot of Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Our hero, a mere humble professional wrestler, has now has to wrestle with invaders from another world. Watch as Dr. Volt must team up with some familiar faces, the Nerdcore Brothers, uh, together with their unbreakable bond of friendship and might could be enough to stop the menace from beyond the stars find out in dr volt comics live on kickstarter now hold service is free and with that you get a 10 percent discount on all of your purchases of 20 dollars or more and the previews catalog for free 2043 east 3300 south in salt lake it's dr volt's comic connection there are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases wash your hands avoid close contact with people who are sick avoid touching your eyes nose and mouth Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. And we're back. Okay. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh. Uh, let's see. Oh, other announcements this week. Um, <laughs> you know, I never saw a Willow. I'll confess. I never saw Me a Willow. Neither. What? Me neither. Me neither. Never saw it. It's kind of uh, shitty. But there are people. No, it's fun. It's a fun movie. There are people like, who love it. I just love that Lenny and Squiggy were in it. <laughs> there are people who love Willow, and it made them very happy to hear that uh, they're getting more Willow. Uh, it is a, a series on Disney+. Plus. Um, they have a start date. Warwick Davis is back, of course. Val Kilmer? Hard is Val Kilmer back? No word about Val Kilmer. My guess is a new... No, he's gonna uh, play Mad Martin. Yeah, no, like, no they're, not gonna, they're not gonna roll him in. Here yeah, they can't nope. fit him on set. <laughs> but uh, apparently, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians, uh, John M. Chu, is a huge fan of Willow, and he, his kid Willow. Yeah, he's going to be a part of getting this thing going. He says, "Growing up in the '80s, Willow had a profound effect on me. The story of the bravest heroes in the least likely places allowed me, an Asian American kid growing up in a Chinese restaurant, looking." To go to Hollywood to believe in the power of our own will, determination, and of course, inner magic. So, and he's... I think you guys, I think Carrie made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Willow basically just uh, the Hobbit? It's Star, it's Star Wars or Is that Star the Wars? One yeah. with the horse and like it's sad because no, that's uh, never, no, no, that's never-ending story. Oh, right? it doesn't yeah. matter. I've not, I've not seen yeah, any. Willow, I've not seen that one either. Yeah. Wait, you haven't? I haven't Wait. seen that either. <laughs> it's a never-ending story That's yeah why would horse. i want to start that yeah i, I, I know because it, <laughs> it never it, ends so yeah, yeah with oh, all the netflix with all the netflix that we got to catch up on it's just like the starting the ne never-ending story just sounds daunting. sounds like a nightmare i can't even finish supernatural what makes you think i can finish never-ending how many of them supernaturals is it like 17 they're in their last like, 15 seasons. So Damn, that's a lot of supernaturals. Jared Padalecki was 22 when that show started. He's 78 now. His wow. hair is the same. It's amazing. Uh, the interesting thing about this is this is uh, Lucasfilm's first venture into non-Star Wars storytelling since 2015. So but not the best. <laughs> not the best. Because you know what? You know what? The best non-Star Wars story they ever did was the Radio Land Murders. No, it wasn't Shut Radio Land Murders. Fuck up. It was a Brian Ben Brian Ben Ben movie where he had to invest. God, I have to go investigate this now. I'll be back later. <laughs> he, to be fair, he actually actually just got tired from talking, and so he decided to find an excuse to leave. Yeah, like there's people celebrating right now. They're like, he's finally got something that'll make him shut up. There's a, no. there's a, a thing you hear that uh, there's a, uh, uh, I'm going to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then let's see. There are other projects were announced this week, and I think it's fascinating that all these movies are getting made, and and there's no place to see them. But uh, <laughs> right, right, uh, yeah. Uh, so they're making uh, Bride of Frankenstein. It's just going to be called Bride, Ooh. and and this is this is not part of that Universal Monsters reboot. I don't um, think. Excuse me. Should it not be called Bride of Frankenstein's Monster? No, it's just called Bride. <laughs> just called Bride. Sorry, Bride. Uh, mm. But uh, mm. you got uh, Apple. <laughs> it's it's Apple and A24, which is also Apple, their movie production unit. Oh, uh, I like A24. Yeah, uh, but Scarlett Johansson set the star in uh, Bride. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there you go. Whatever. Okay. It's fine. Uh, so. You know, I just, I'm just like, whenever you say movies are coming, I'm just like, okay. All I right. believe mm -hmm. it. I just sure. did my investigation. I'm, I'm back and I'm. I have so, about 13 seconds of breath left. So Radio Land Murders bad, yeah. was a real movie. came out yeah. in 1994 was, with that, Brian it, Ben Ben. 
but that was and it was a George Lucas Mellon, movie, right? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Huh? And it had it was um, it was George Burns' last film appearance. Oh. It had Christopher Lloyd, Jeffrey Tambor, and Bobcat Goldthwait in it. Mm. What a cast! Interesting. Might be worth a visit. Bobcat Goldthwait. We were all hoping that, um, you know, like, what's his face? The the guy that everybody loves that uh, narrates stuff. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. We we wish Morgan Freeman was uh, narrating twenty twenty. It's Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> no, Bye I feel like it should, it should be Gilbert Gottfried I, narrating twenty twenty. No, Bobcat Goldthwait. My favorite thing that he ever said was, "I'm not a comedian." I'm a very loud dancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another uh, movie being made or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, has anyone read this? It's a Marvel comic, New Gen. Does that oh, sound no. familiar? It sounds nah. familiar. Uh, it's uh, you got Lena Headey, Luke Wilson, Anya Chalorata lending their voices to. Oh, it's a series, animated series, New Gen, Marvel comic book. <laughs> it's all. It's all about, animated. It's, yeah. What's new? About a, it's about a pair of nanotech-enhanced twin brothers, oh. played by Finn and Nick Wolfhard, <laughs> sworn to protect uh. the futuristic city of the title Next Gen. Okay. Those damn Wolfhards. New Gen. Did you guys see what the uh, Japanese box office brought in last week? Nah. What they like, bring in? Broke every every Japanese box office record ever. Was because they, was animated. they can go because they go to movies. They can because they you know <laughs> dealt with this thing responsibly. Mm-hmm. But. I, yeah, their their highest grossing movie of all time was animated, and the fact that we haven't started adapting to that, we're just like, can't wait till we can get people back in front of cameras. Yeah. Well, the uh, the thing about this uh, that mm. I'm interested in is that um, Luke Wilson will play Roboduck. Whoa. A comical and mischievous sidekick whose special ability is burping fire. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> I'm, in. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Come on. I'm in. That's all I needed to hear. So I'm wow. all the way in. I am there for that. Uh, so, and, Shannon, uh, turn your phone down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you sh- you shut you tell your phone to shut the fuck up. Goddamn. So hey, talk to shut your students up, when your phone, phone goes off. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, also, uh, this uh, the volume. We keep talking about the volume, and I keep calling it the void accidentally. But the volume, this this big soundstage oh, yeah. that uh, yeah. Lucasfilm has built. Uh, they're borrowing it to film scenes for uh, the Batman movie. Nice. Uh, and yeah. So uh, that's that's got to It's the future. That's how it really it's is. Be. It is the future. It, it really is the future. And everything has to change. And this is how we have to adapt. And it all, it's a good. It's a good yeah. way to go. D- don't well, just and, uh, just just don't call it the new normal, please. Don't. <laughs> don't. I I fucking I, hate if that. You, if you say uncertain times, I'll punch you right in the fucking yeah. face. <laughs> if, Crazy if you, times. Yeah, if you say we're times. all in this together, I will. We, we won't be together. We, we won't be together. <laughs> Everyone else abandoned me. I'm the only one in the house. Dogs even left. No uh, one's in this with me. Let's are see. You like, you're, are you like ET? There's just a big like, a big like uh, thing over your house, and yeah, it's a big plastic thing. And guys with uh, walkie-talkies keep coming into the house and bothering I me. S- I could have sworn those used to be shotguns. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were guns at one time. Uh, this one also. Um, Simon Kinberg, who is responsible for a decade's worth of X-Men movies. And a really good oh, Dark Phoenix God. movie to tie up Fox's 
end of x-men a uh, really so cool captain now, marvel now, movie isn't this this isn't this the same guy that had two shots at telling the dark phoenix story and screwed yes. up both, and of both them. were amazing yeah. Yeah. Both speak on it tony amazing. speak on it Adam, i mean <laughs> and 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 here's the thing is that this is a property that that i quite like and uh i'm i'm i mean show me what you got but simon kinberg in well, charge of a battlestar galactica movie well, no, 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 no. I don't want to see anything he's got. Ever Dang again. it. <laughs> okay. I like Battlestar. I, I like it quite a lot. I like the t- that new TV series. I like series. one of them. Yeah, that TV series with uh, with yeah. uh, my little uh, Katie Sackhoff. She's, uh, yeah, but in the hands of someone who's going to just I'm okay I, it. Yeah, that's the yeah one I'm, I'm, I ain't fucking with it. I, I posted yeah. about this on Facebook that he was going to make this, and I just mm-hmm. wrote, I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'll watch and, oh, he I, and I love it. There's on the Martian, though. one of the people like commented they should have never remade the TV series in the first place. What? Oh, fuck you! What the Yo, fuck are you whoa. talking about? That's someone that? with a really rosy memory of that show. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, are, I think you guys are being a little hard on him, though. I mean, this is the guy who wrote the screenplay for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, and Mr. and mean, Mrs. Smith. But he did. He also wrote the Sherlock Holmes Guy Ritchie movie. He also wrote Elysium, which was well, a really good movie. Okay, no, he directed on, or he produced Elysium. Oh, well, never mind. His, I, I fucked with I, I fucked with Elysium. Did he write the uh, X Men Three and Dark Phoenix, or did he? So he, he wrote. He wrote Last Stand, uh, produced mm. First Class. Wrote okay. and produced Days of Future Past. Okay, now okay. that's that a good movie. The, that's the best wrote and X-Men produced movie, Apocalypse if you ask me. and wrote and um, produced Dark Phoenix. So he's but. just kind of all over the place. He does do yeah. good yeah. stuff, but he does also turn. He's hit and miss. Yeah. Maybe he was drunk writing some of them. <laughs> <laughs> the good ones? <laughs> I, I just love this descriptor of uh, Battlestar Galactica, a short-lived but impactful television series. <laughs> in, in the late 1970s, the conceit was the idea of human colonies on distant galactic shores who fall prey to destructive machines known as Cylons. Hmm. Also, also, they were Mormon. And they, yeah, they were more. <laughs> okay. okay, we're also discounting the greatest thing that he ever wrote: Triple X State of the Union. He wrote Triple X State of the Union. Okay, he really, there you go. He really is. He really voice. did. <laughs> but uh, starring Ice Cube. They can't all be gems. Now, <laughs> no. now people are wondering why we say and they're Mormon because uh, Glenn Larson, who was a Mormon, brought in Mormon. I'll call it mythology. Uh, into the storytelling, like uh, the planet uh, Kolob is in there. Uh, the Quorum of no, the no, Twelve is in there. Uh, in, you know, in uh, no, he switched it. In uh, in in Battlestar, it's Cobol. Oh, Cobol, Cobol, But yeah. in in Mormon beliefs, it's Kolob. Also, yeah. there's a little known um, Mormon practice, and Tony, you can back me up on this: that if you adopt a hot reporter's kid, they'll give you a monkey in a dog suit yeah yeah, yeah. i'm i'm actually on the waiting list to, okay. to do that to good, get your monkey luck. in a dog suit uh-huh yeah. yeah if you if you need any uh you know help on that resume we we put us down as recommends you excellent know, uh, excellent you know there's one thing i learned from the original Battlestar galactica is that muffets love mushies they love mushies <laughs> they love mushies. you put a mushy you put a mushy in a heater vent yeah. That daggett's going straight for it. And, and that that also, robot loves marshmallows. The robot al- loves marshmallows. Also, they're great if there's a fire. Yeah. Exactly. If there's yeah. a fire that's shutting down your Battlestar, 
you just put a mushy Look, in a heater vent, and that baguette's going straight for it. I think, I'm and again, it. I've said it before. I've said it before, but they did an entire episode called Fire in Space on the yep. original Battlestar right. Galactica. They handled that shit in three minutes more effectively in, in the new Galactica when they rebooted it. That storyline, three minutes, because just, it was... Uh, they just ejected people yeah. into space. Just, Where, okay, <laughs> you're going to have to vent it. All right. So that's how we, is that how we deal with the pandemic now? Is that, is that what yeah, we're doing? Sure. Is, See you guys. Start, uh, I'm fire, going into space. Start All the right. fire. Hey, um, Jay, since you brought Ice Cube up, what's going on with him? Uh, we go live now to Jay Whitaker, our black correspondent yeah, for the yeah. update. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't like I'm supposed to know. Uh, well, we'll talk about <laughs> it later. We'll talk about it later. Um... Marvel. Can you tell us how know. the black people are doing, Jay? <laughs> Marvel I has, uh, as their digital comics. Marvel has uh, shortened their window between print and digital. I love this. This is exactly what I predicted. Uh, you predicted three, this one. three episodes ago. Yeah, they have. Uh, the, they're having the wait time because it used to be six months, and now it's three months before you'll yep. see a new comic on their digital platform. Yep. So what that means for the future of comic book stores, I do not know. Give it, give it another five years, less, probably, probably three, three to five yeah. years, and it'll it's be simultaneous Te- release. Technologies, mm-hmm. technology, and the pandemic are working hand in hand. We're already talking about. You're hearing so much about how automation's being increased in companies around the country because the pandemic's making it hard to keep a workforce going. So they'll yeah. automate it, but that'll put people out of work, which means they won't have money to buy the stuff that you're producing. Um, 3D printers are making it so game stores are going to have a really hard time staying in business because yep. yeah. what are you going to do, right? When <laughs> so, Right now, 3D printing's expensive and gooey, but in five years when they get the expense and the gooeyness out, then well, that's not going to be a factor. We're all just going to have to start at OnlyFans. Or, you know, you adapt. I already got mine. OnlyFans.com. You adapt a universal basic income and you stop worrying about making capitalism work. Well, no. Look at my butt. Give me $5. Yeah, I mean, that's my screen name. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, uh, I don't have a job anymore. I guess I'll just pull out my dick on the internet. You know what's funny is you don't even have to use OnlyFans for like sexy stuff. You can use OnlyFans for like yeah, whatever art. you want. Yeah, yeah I mean, you... it's just like what happened with Twitch when Twitch first started. It was only yeah. video games, and now it's you can get on Twitch and, and watch people cook. I mean, uh, you can do almost anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I just want to see boobs. You know, I mean, you're you're a man of of high taste. <laughs> Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I like boobs. I like I like the boobs. I'm what, I'm what you would call a boob man. Have you ever seen? Uh, Have you ever let's... seen a pair of boobs? <laughs> and then a couple of bits of great news here. Uh, of course, Archer renewed for season twelve. I'm with it because the premiere, which happened a week or so ago, huge numbers, huge nice. numbers. Really? And I, I heard think it's, that, a, and it's Archer again, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not uh, Archer on an island or Archer in the past. or yeah. Archer, Archer, in space. Archer in Space. Archer, Archer in, in space, space was one good episode. Yeah, a very season. good episode, yeah. A phenomenal episode, but uh, the rest but, of it. But yeah, now that he's back to being a spy, he's uh, yeah, he's out of his coma and getting huge ratings. And finally this for, for Shannon. I'm not sure how he's going to feel about this. Probably bad. Because this is something... <laughs> This is a property that is very close to his heart. But I I have oh. good news. I oh. have good news. I know exactly what it is, too. I saved this, this story for you. 
Okay. Smokey and the Bandit TV yeah! series. All right. Yeah! Now wait. <laughs> to to the naysayers, I would just say, look who's behind, look who's involved in this. Okay. Tell me. Seth, tell me. Seth MacFarlane and Danny McBride. Okay. Oh shit! I'm in. <laughs> wait. Who's Danny See, McBride? Is he is he in the show? Now this is just people writing the show. They I, haven't I, cast it yet. I don't Danny McBride's be, a great oh, writer, Dan, though. Yeah. Danny McBride needs to be Snowman. Let me, he let needs me to be Jerry you. Reed. See, and I, I'm thinking no, T. Justice. He should be, yeah, yeah. I don't even really care about Smoking the Bandit, but I will watch it based on those Shut two guys. Shut your damn dirty mouth. Based on those two guys being in the creative process, I'll watch it. So, Turn it uh, up, Jerry. Oh, okay. I'm loading up and trucking. <laughs> Are we going to do what they say can be done? This is, uh, we got a long way to go. Back when we had Geek and Show Movie Night. a short time to get there. Shannon would always insist on Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, no, David I... Gordon David Gordon Green uh, from Pineapple Express and Eastbound and Down, the series. Uh, and oh. frequent frequent collaborator Brian Sides uh, from Alaska, the Last Frontier, whatever, uh, are reteaming to co-write a new take on the show. Uh, fellow Green cohorts Danny McBride, Jody Hill, and Brandon James of Rough oh. House Pictures will executive produce... Uh, the potential series alongside Seth MacFarlane and Erica Huggins from Fuzzy Door. Uh, Green will direct the potential pilot. Um, and what it is is, uh, you see, Seth MacFarlane made this deal with Universal, and they've got all these properties that they own, and they don't know what to do with. Now, now think mm. about Seth's career early on. He wanted to do The Flintstones, and he was told no. Yeah. He, he wanted to do Star Trek, and he was told no. Mm-hmm. So now they've they've got a company who said, "Here, it, this stuff's just lying around. Go ahead, it, it dust dust it off no, and, and make it go. Feel free to play with our toys." Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're also uh, at UCP is what it's called, Universal Pictures. Um, they're they're also working on a Battlestar Galactica series for Peacock, different from the movie we talked about earlier. Completely Peacock. Peacock. So there you go. And again, I think Danny McBride would be a fine Buford T. Justice. No, I'm like I'm 100 percent in now. Mm-hmm. now. Now Buford T. Justice is the uh, the sheriff, right? The sheriff, yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. Jackie Gleason. Jackie right. Gleason. Um, Some bitch. Who had the who had <laughs> the most uh, I think funniest line in the movie from him was he, he comes rushing into the cafe and he goes. Give me a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper and make it fast. I'm in a goddamn hurry. <laughs> I don't no. know why. It just made me laugh. It just um, made me laugh. Uh, my favorite thing that he says in that movie is uh, looking at his dumb son, right? His, <laughs> his deputy. And uh, his, his son says something really fucking stupid. And he looks at him and he goes, remind me when I get home to punch your mama in the mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, that movie is so problematic. If you watch it now, <laughs> it's, it's it, is like, it is like. Remember when we uh, I so like I was always lucky to like Geek Show Movie Night. My my birthday's on uh, September thirtieth, mm-hmm. and we always Dang. did it on the last Sunday of the month. So like the in September, I always got to choose the movies, and I think it was uh, Smoking the Bandit, and I think the Cannonball Run. That sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah, That's, sounds that sounds like about right. And, uh, that sounds very familiar. And, uh, <laughs> we're all watching the can. We're watching Smokey the Bandit, the first one. And we're just like, holy shit. <laughs> this is just Pussy Joke the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. You know? <laughs> Essentially, there's, yeah. yeah. There's, and, there, 
Go ahead. And I'll never forget, like, I saw that in the theater with my dad. I was like, was I was like, like nine. Hey, yeah. And, and I didn't get it. He's like, my dad's laughing his ass off. And I'm just laughing because my dad's laughing. Right. <laughs> and then the, remember, and then the, the second one comes out, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And it's like way calmer. Yeah. Remember? Toned down. It was toned way down. Way toned down. Because yeah. Smokey right. the Man made a shit ton of movies, money. Oh, and, oh it was uh, huge. It was huge. And then all of a sudden it was just like we're smuggling a base baby elephant and <laughs> me and Sally Field are very much in love. There was a uh, there was a, a better in my opinion a better version of that joke punch your mama in the mouth in uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Same same setup. The yeah. uh, the guy who's running for uh, congressman has his doofus son who's yeah. you know trying to help him run for congress or whatever and and he does something stupid and you know the the guy hits him with his hat and says, "Boy, you're just lucky your mama died giving birth to you because if she'd see you now, she'd have died of shame. God damn. <laughs> God damn. It's like, God geez. damn. Oh, yeah. It's it's harsh. It's harsh. <laughs> anyway. All right. After these Dear messages, messages we'll be right back. Bye. 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 Haster Games at 6831 South State Street in Salt Lake City. Unplug and play a board game from Haster Games. Their fall sale is still in full effect. Asmo Day, maker of great games like Catan, Ticket to Ride, and Pandemic, are having a buy two games, get one free offer at Haster Games from September 21st to October 18th. 15 different games from Asmo Day's catalog, some of the biggest board games ever. All the details are at HasterGames.com. They're stocking up ahead of time because these games are some of their most popular. Magic the Gathering Zendikar Rising comes out September 25th. At-home pre-release kits and boosters are now available for pre-order. Zendikar is back with a vengeance. For Dungeons & Dragons, Icewind Dale is now available. Brave the Frozen North of Faerun in this Dungeons & Dragons adventure for characters level 1 through 12. From the Game of the Year designer of Wingspan comes Mariposa. You play a guiding hand for monarch butterflies as they migrate from Mexico up through the east coast of the U.S. to Canada and back again in a span of four seasons. In stock now. Haster Games, locally owned and operated at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 on Sunday. Haster has it. Do you like video games? Yes. Dude, I was talking to listeners. Oh, okay, keep going. Do you like tabletop games? Yes. I give up. If you like video games, tabletop games, and listening to me, Troll JD, check out the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Okay. Uh, About letters to the show. Just real quick. You can send them to us. If you go to our website, geekshowpodcast.com, there's a link there, and you can send the the email and uh, send a letter to us if you'd like. Here's the thing. We've been getting a lot, and I... I read them all. I do read them all. Thank you for them, and they're very nice. But uh, because we've been getting so many, uh, I haven't been. We haven't been reading them on every episode. But we got a nice one here from uh, Sam that I thought we should read. And plus, Shannon gets to hear his jingle. Yes. <laughs> here we go. Letters. Sometimes we get letters, and then we answer them. It's been too long. I haven't heard it in so long. It has been a while. God, it, it just lights my soul up every time I hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, but we, I, I read them all, and, uh, and I, I, I answer most of them, but uh, thank you for them. Uh, my name is Sam. Just, Hi, like Sam. All, just like all the others write in, I apologize for this lengthy letter in advance. 
Uh, I first heard you guys, I think, the second Salt Lake Comic Con. I got hooked and I couldn't stop listening. Geek Show Cruise had an enormous impact on my life in positive ways. I'll just try to hit the highlights. First, I want to say, uh, Shorty, that... (laughs) First, I want to say, Shorty, that Carrie is my arbiter of geek truth. Is there supposed to be a comma there? I don't know. No, all right. right. How did he spell spell Shorty? Shorty? Is it Shorty? He yeah, yeah. Short, he might be saying, shorty. hey, first I want to say shorty. Carrie is my, yeah, he might say like that. Oh, that's depending right. on what, okay. Or he might say, I want to say shortly. He could be saying, he could be, you know, union or confederate. I don't know. Like, it, it's all. <laughs> Thanks for the translation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I don't know if he's a Yankee or a Dixie, but uh, uh, he, he might be, it, it might be a draw thing. Okay. Uh, my uh, arbiter of geek truth. When I see big geek news, I hardly ever believe it until it's uh, said on Geek Show or on Radio from Hell. It's hard to get reliable sources these days. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been experiencing the fake news culture before it was a fake news culture. It was right. fake geek news all the uh, time. We got this covered. Don't ever listen to anything yeah, they got to yeah. say. But if you'd like, donate to our Patreon at geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> Way to work that in. Yeah, that our, was attorney, our attorney Mike put that together. Uh, also, I got behind on Geek Show episodes during uh, working at home. What happened as a result of that is when I started listening again, I was like six weeks behind. But then I realized something interesting in the process of listening to the podcast six weeks late. What was interesting about it was that I personally was like five horrible things ahead of you constantly. <laughs> so whenever the podcast whenever the podcast would talk about something being awful, I would look at the date of the podcast and think, oh, just wait. Wait a week. <laughs> He's like, oh no, Queeby, Queeby. <laughs> I feel like I had... <laughs> I feel like I had a short look into the past. Uh, in fact, I distinctly remember an episode where Shannon says, "I've stopped saying this, but I'm going to say it and, and going to say it again now. How can 2020 get worse?" At that moment, <laughs> I, at that moment, I looked at the date of the episode and immediately thought, "Oh yeah, it, oh, it, yeah it, it, right. it's coming." <laughs> it's like he's like, "Just wait, Ice Cube's going to endorse uh, Trump." <laughs> Uh, one of the major highlights of my life was Geek Show Live. It was during the era where you were uh, sponsored by Patron. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, yeah. Those oh, were a few years ago. Those were yeah. the years. Yeah. I remember you were all pretty drunk. I remember only one thing from that night, and it was Jay saying something to my recollection, which isn't that good. He said something akin to, my, li- my life is great. On my LinkedIn, I can put that I have combat or weapons training, cybersecurity or communication security training, and that I'm sponsored by motherfucking Patron. <laughs> I, <laughs> and that was on my that was on my LinkedIn for a solid four months. Well, listen, <laughs> no joke. It was at that moment that I started thinking about cybersecurity as a career field. Oh. I started going to college for that. I soon realized that all that programming isn't for me, but the mathematics, statistics, and data models are my jam. I am now close to finishing my bachelor's in mathematics and statistics. Nice. But Jay, I w- you made someone go to college. That's what he says. I wouldn't have gotten there had, had, Jay job, Jay. Not, had Jay not planted the idea of cybersecurity in my head. So I was silly. drunk. <laughs> so silly. Wait. Not that just drunk, wasted. Those the Patron days. He, those Patron days were something fucking else. He so, drunkenly <laughs> plants seeds as he goes along. He's like a drunken Johnny Appleseed. Like, remember, we're like, we're like, Patron blended with coffee. 
Yeah. Fucking sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, so you, you joke, but he says, as silly as this tale is, I'm forever, forever grateful to Jay and all of Geek Show for being there to create that moment in my history. So <laughs> I approved your quality of life. <laughs> that's right. And so, another... So this guy's life is sponsored by Patron. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. For once, up? alcohol made someone's life better. Yes. Yo, I'm, I'm sorry to laugh, for but... Once? Um, but I'm, I'm, that's so, first of all, that's so fucking awesome. And I apologize that I'm like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at how we, we went on break and I was just like, I love this stupid show. And I thought I offended, I thought I offended everyone by saying that. The room went quiet. Yeah. The room went quiet, but God damn, I love this stupid show. (laughs) Like, cause I. No, there's, oh, more. Yeah. there's more. There's oh, more. There's more. The oh God. Oh, oh God. Did oh, he get his doctorate? Degree in education because of Shannon. Hang on. <laughs> At another geek show live that day, I had to miss your initial show at the Salt Palace. The reason oh, I God. had learned was that my grandfather was dying, and I didn't get a job I was oh, expecting, no. and was a little depressed. However. I did go to Geek Show Live at 50 West. I was sitting and waiting for my food, and a friend of Geek Show podcast named Matt, or as you call him, Matty, uh, came, yeah, uh, came up to me and just started talking. In case you're not sure who I'm talking about, he played your game. We know who Matty is. Yeah, Matty um, Jacobson. Matty Jacobson. Read his new book. I, he says, I don't know. That's right. He does have a book. Uh, I don't know if Matt saw I was on my own or just that I was sitting alone, but he came up to me and we just talked for like 10 minutes and he was very nice to me. It was exactly what I needed at that time for someone mm. just to be friendly and also hold that memory in high regard. So Aww. thank you, Maddie. I hope Maddie is listening. Yeah, hell to yeah, this. Maddie. I want to say something in particular uh, to all of Geek Show. When I started listening to the show, I was pretty far right leaning politically, much to my chagrin. And you're still uh, with us. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Is, I thought white privilege wasn't real. But mm. through the years, you have helped me move more left and helped expose me to the idea that white priv- privilege is, in fact, real. What I like is, is that, you don't, that you didn't argue me into agreeing with you, but you just exposed me to the ideas and forced me to really think about it. And I appreciate that. Thank you for helping me on this personal journey. Wow. Uh, Shannon so and I were both there for a long time. I know we both grew up going, well, you know, we grew up dirt poor. How could we have privilege? Exactly. But you don't recognize that yeah. you have it because you haven't been exposed to not Terrible having oppression. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. No, and it's like I told, I've told you guys before, like, um, even when I was going to Westminster, the liberal arts college in education, mm-hmm. uh, I took a whole class that was about white privilege. And I sat there and I was like, whatever whatever and it was honestly not until i you know and i don't feel bad saying this at all it's like until i got to know jay yeah well (laughs) honestly we all we we all owe it to jimmy because if it wasn't for movie premieres we wouldn't find out what white privilege really was was, (laughs) sir you can't sit here (laughs) it's like yes he can (laughs) you know but like but you're getting pulled over every time you're going to a recording it was Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, finally, I got to say thank you for all the recommended watching and reading. Much has helped over the years, from Young Justice to Watchmen to Harley Quinn to Holy Moly. Uh, <laughs> yeah! I pretty much grew to love all these shows because of the podcast. Many of these shows are recommended, uh, you recommended, have helped me uh, some way during COVID. But the TV show that Geek Show has really ignited my love for is Star Trek. I am confident that I wouldn't have watched Discovery or Picard if not Same. for... 
you guys. Same. I have fallen in love with both these shows. I was recently on uh, Patreon, and Lee had a section on mental health and personal care. One of his comments was saying that he watches Star Trek when he stresses because it gives him an optimistic look of the future. Mm. That's a week, geekshowgotthiscovered.com for, <laughs> for that bonus content. Uh, he says, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it. Needless to say, I cried, and it gave me so much hope. Uh, I have I have been without any real hope for so long with how horrible this year has been for various reasons. And that feeling of hope was almost so odd and almost new to me, it caused me to weep. I now understand why Lee watches Star Trek when he's down. It is what gives me hope and for a short moment of happiness. I cannot thank you enough for inspiring me to watch these shows. You may not realize this, but the podcast and its panelists affects people's lives for the better. And I thank you so much for it. I wouldn't be the man I am today without this show. Love you all. Sam. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for writing in. Thank you for writing that. Yeah. And I think we all needed that. No, and that blows me away. And it makes... uh, I love to hear that because, God, you guys, it's like everybody's having such a hard time right now. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, Well, and like, it's really really hard because we're in this weird time of, like, content creation, too, right? Where everybody and their dog has a podcast. And so, like, my dog's do podcast to... is really boring, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's just no, her like... taking naps. <laughs> it's, it's, just... it's nice to hear, like, you do have an impact, and you're not just talking into a microphone and putting it out into the yeah. Ether. Yeah. I thought that was a. I thought it was a letter you guys should yeah. hear. So, thank you. I, I, I got a... And actually, I needed that this week. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> uh, like just the fact. Yeah, I laughed a lot during that one part. Because it's just the idea of me improving someone's quality of life or in, inadvertently. Inspiring is them to go to college? Yeah, like, because the immediate thing I thought of was y'all remember those Everest College commercials? That would mm-hmm. come on at like oh, three yeah. in the morning, and they'd have the black guy with his with his hat cocked aside. Yo, you sitting on the couch? You ain't doing nothing with your life. Why don't you you come on down to Everest College? Get your shit together. You okay, sit, Jay. You, yeah, I yeah. will. Yeah, and and so I'm like, I'm sitting there drunk off Patron in the middle of in God knows where in Fifty West. Like, yo, man, you sitting on the couch? You ain't doing shit with your life. Why don't you try cybersecurity? Glug 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 glug. Right on. you know know, like honestly hearing that too it's like i gotta remember that what i do is probably gonna inspire people to do better you know i hope so man and that's what we hope for absolutely man but that's that's and that's what we hope for that's like that's like planting a garden in a in a in a a field of thoughts you feel me like it's it's just like mm, it just feels so fucking good when you are able to inadvertently or purposefully help somebody and mm-hmm. and so it just means it means the world because it, I, I will tell you right now personally in 2020 especially it's it's kind of exposed us all to the point where we have to really fight for our for our happiness you know what i mean and mm-hmm. so you got to you almost have to guard it you have to like kind of build a wall no mm, mm, oh, i don't want to oh. uh, uh. no i'm just saying but you <laughs> But you definitely have to safeguard those feelings, those the, and 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 mm-hmm. and hold on to those moments because happiness is so fleeting right now in 2020. So hold on to it and thank you so much for that letter. Well, and you know what's like crazy for me is this last like two weeks, um, I've been getting messages from my students from last year, mm-hmm. 
that are just like, hi, how are you doing? I hope you're okay. Mm. It's nice. You know, and, and like, I miss you. And I wish we could have, I wish we could have finished the school year together. Mm. Like, And I'm just like, what, you wise little Yodas? What the hell? <laughs> what, like, where did that even come from, you know? And I don't the know. I think it's. The kids are all right. The kids are all right. I, and actually, I think the kids that are going to come out on the other side of this, even though they're uh, a bunch of kids that were homeschooled by alcoholics. <laughs> I, I think they're going to be much better people. I hope. I hope you're right. I no, I. In fact, I know they are. So. I got to have hope for the future. Uh, all right, what are we consuming, y'all? Uh, who wants to start? Lee George Cade, everybody. Before um, he passes out. I haven't. I haven't had a chance to catch the second episode yet, but I did catch the first episode of season three of Discovery. Oh, oh my God. baby. Second episode, second episode is awesome. I'm excited about good. the second episode, but the first episode. I've watched it three times. Allowing, allowing Michael to be manic and funny was mm-hmm. amazing. She's mm-hmm. so good. But the taking her on her own. And seeing somebody from roughly Kirk era Starfleet in a galaxy without Starfleet and seeing what it meant to her. Like, I got chills yeah. multiple times so throughout that Me episode. Too. Absolutely. And, it, and the second some one, interest, yeah, the second one will do that to you as well. It gave me some interesting parallels to being a person with optimism right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it just, just such a beautiful show, such a well-written show, and I love the new dude. He's so good. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, and, just, and he's the guy that was in uh, Supergirl, right? Okay. He was. Uh, what was um, the name of the character? He wore the uh, the British the, flag on his chest. The British flag yeah. on his oh, chest. Yeah. Um, and what I was going to say, Lee, is how did they? How did they know? Like how? <laughs> How do they always just parallel what the fuck is going on? Well, it's yeah. good writing, but they they also they also had their um, plant a seed moment in that first episode that and it was two words and one of them is a word that is shared with the same moment in Star Wars and that line is Obi Wan Kenobi saying um, when I knew your father during the Clone Wars. Um, there's a throwaway line in that first episode. About how time travel was outlawed after the mm-hmm. after the yeah. time wars, the temporal <laughs> the wars, the, te- the temporal wars. Yeah, the temporal wars, and I'm like, oh, you fuckers! You're not even going to tell yeah. us what that is. I know. Uh... Well, they they blow over that, and they blow over yeah. the burn, and oh, I'm man. fine. I, the oh. burn, I get. The yeah. burn, I get. But this shit with the temporal wars, and I'm like, okay. So for 150 years, your unobtainium's been g- degrading to a point where no one can use it anymore, and it was caused by the temporal wars. And all I'm thinking is, uh, fucking James Montgomery Scott and um, <laughs> Jim Kirk riding on a sonic whale through space, just fucking everything up, because <laughs> as they had that episode of uh, of of deep space nine where they said, you know, where the section 31 people showed up and said, you don't mention James Kirk around us. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's so good. Also just piggybacking on uh, star Trek. I finally finished uh, um, lower decks, lower decks last night. I still have to do that. Season finale, right? Holy shit. But also the, the the episode before it Mm -hmm. where they were making fun, like where they they were in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
laughing so hard. There's that one section that's just all uh, lens flashes. Lens flare. J.J. Abrams' lens flare. That show gave me something that I will carry to the end of my years, and I'm still trying to incorporate it, but you don't do anything face-to-face with people anymore. But sarcastic Vulcan salute out the door (laughs) is still the greatest (laughs) thing in the world. No, but like, um, the way they, they actually snuck in some really, like, Deep cuts. Deep cuts, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was just like... <laughs> and like so, I said, you, you had me at Gorn Wedding. That's all. The, the two words you had to say Gorn. were Gorn Wedding. And I'm there. Gorn anyway. Wedding! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, what about Rebecca? What are you uh, consuming? Um. So, I watched, like, a bunch of scary movies this week. I'll just list them off real quick. Sweetheart on Netflix. It's like a, a sur- like castaway, but it's a girl. Um, Trick or Treat anthology horror movie first time seeing that that was oh such a good movie uh session nine which is like a spooky ghost movie and it has the yeah guy from csi and then uh (laughs) and then dear zachary which is not a horror movie per se but just like a documentary that i had i knew nothing about it Mm -hmm. really messed me up uh and then tonight i'm gonna watch the new witches remake on hbo max so am i uh i hear i hear good things i hear good things about that well, it's a great uh, book. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what about you? What are you consuming? Right. I, I hate that I'm late to the party on this one. I uh, the, in, obviously finished up Lovecraft and the boys, and um, I'm getting ready to watch um, uh, this new movie called The Opening Act. It's a great movie with all the comedians that you've pretty much, you, you watch the trailer and you're like, okay, everyone's <laughs> in it. Um, Eliza, Eliza Schlesinger, Bill, Bill Burr, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I forget the Asian guy from, um, from, um, uh, Silicon Valley, uh, Ken Jong as well as in it. Uh, it is Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, what is that guy's name? Yeah, Yang, I always, Yang but something? Whitney Cummings is in it. Everybody's in it. And it's, funny it's, people. yeah, a lot of funny people. I definitely want to check it out. It's on Amazon. And I'm going to check it out this weekend. But the one show that I am late to the party on that I am absolutely enamored and enthralled with is the goddamn Great British Baking Show. <laughs> oh, my God. So she's she, watching. Uh, so I happened to just walk in on the show. I just finished up doing some homework, cybersecurity. And mm-hmm. uh, nice. I Soggy just bottom. Soggy yeah. bottom. So I walk in and I, I, I see Shishi, my mother-in-law. She uh, Shishi's watching this this show and i'm like oh she because she, she loves to bake and then i all of a sudden i see i hear this wonderful wonderful lady say your bake well tart was scrumptious but your spotty dick was trodgy that's a nice bake though and i was like oh my god and i i watched this character stodgy stodgy yeah. yeah but like um i saw this there was there was one episode in particular with uh benjamina and selassie like they're, they're, i only remember them because they were the two people of color that were involved in the yeah. episode well not involved but uh, contestants on the episode and i honestly uh selassie was having a hard time with a particular episode and i started tearing up and i was like what the fuck is happening well i was like why do i give so much why am i so emotionally invested in this show and it's i because it's nice Yes, it's nice. It's so it's such a, and and mind you, last episode I was watching. I, I told you guys I was consuming the American Barbecue Showdown, yeah. and I realized the huge difference in just the way the British do their cooking shows and the Americans do. And it's it's well, embarrassing. It, our well, our shows are embarrassing. Well, like so, like on the that that British show, they don't win anything. They don't win anything. But they 
Gail wanted they do cookbooks and stuff. But what I love yeah. about that show, what I love about that show is they try to make Paul Hollywood like this bad guy. He's one of the best bread bakers on the planet. So the dude and knows he's his bread. so handsome. And he's got great blue eyes. But what I love is when somebody's bake starts to fail on that show. Mm-hmm. It's almost like everybody in the tent abandons what they're doing to help the yep. person to help each other. Yeah. And that's yep. amazing. But, I love but that. Here, here's the thing is that if you, if you, you know, when I hear Americans talk about the show, they talk about how everybody's nice. But if you talk to a British person about this show, mm. they will tell you the amount of passive aggressivism oh. is, oh, okay. is so, it makes well. British people nervous watching that show. Really? <laughs> I mean, I mean, so British, that, British passive aggression is is another level compared to ours. I, well, so no we, shit. That's we that's why even, we live in this country. And so we, we just don't even see it, yeah. I guess. Like, I love watching the, the Gordon Ramsay, like, British, like, cooking shows. Oh, his... Like, the rest, his because he's he's not mean in Britain, but it no. is like a there is like a you can tell there's passive aggressive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. things uh, going on. And I just love that Noel Cummings is on it now. My guy from uh, it's not just Noel Bush. Cummings. Uh, it's the other guy from Little Britain uh, too. Little Britain, yeah, yeah, they're and, both on there now. And uh, so like I'm keeps... like okay, Jen, I'll watch it now. Um, uh, let's see, Tony, what are you consuming? Uh, same same as Jay. Basically, I finished up uh, Lovecraft Country. Just amazing. Mm-hmm. I still need to. I can't wait to see what they good. do with the second season. I I've watched that uh, the season finally four times. Yeah, I still need to finish. <laughs> so it. good. And yeah. then uh, I'm I'm up to date so far on Discovery and absolutely loving that. Same same thing you guys are already saying. Mm-hmm. And then I with uh, the second Borat movie coming out, I finally got around to actually <laughs> watching the first one. <laughs> and I'd seen clips and stuff, but I'd never seen the whole movie. Uh, watched, My wife. I watched it yesterday, and I didn't. I I had no idea really what to expect from the full movie. I was I was rolling. I oh god, it it's got some stuff that's like I can't believe that he said that, or yeah. I can't believe the person they're talking to said that. <laughs> and I don't know for whatever reason, like. The movie, I guess, gets a pass on mm. some of that. Two thousand six was a simpler time. <laughs> but simpler time, yeah. It well, was. I I was dying. The uh, the naked wrestling scene. Um, <laughs> the the uh, everything about it. I just I I couldn't stop laughing. Um, Tony, you should uh, find his uh, one season of his Showtime show. Uh huh. The Ali G show. Mm-hmm. No, 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 not Ali G. It was called. Um, this is America. This or is something? America. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And but then the Ali G show is also very funny. Ali G, mm-hmm. that, and that's where Borat came from. I yeah. like Ali G. Yeah, I prefer yeah. okay. Ali G but, to Borat, uh, honestly. But well, like, I haven't watched any so Ali G good. either. So no, no, yeah. you should pull up and uh, watch. Like I was really hoping because there was like reports that he was seen out doing stuff again. Uh huh. And I was hoping it was a new season of that Showtime show. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. The the Uh-oh. scene, then the scene in the in the uh, antique shop when he smashes all those plates and the lamps yeah. and everything, and then he tries to give him pubic hair to repay them. <laughs> <laughs> and then his producer well, comes in. He's like, "Did you offer them the pubic hair?" Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I really, I really feel like he is like um, the spiritual successor in a way to Andy Kaufman. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Because, because that was that like, was that was brought up when he first showed up. It was yeah. you know, everybody said that. And uh because like for the new Borat movie, 
He stayed in character as Borat for five days. But also, he would be in character as Borat as another character. Right. Which which was also difficult, yeah, Yeah. for the new one. But he stayed in character for five days to hang out with What was his character? Johnny Chevrolet? (laughs) Yeah, he hung out with these white supremacists for five days. As Borat. As Borat. And it's just hilarious. But what are you consuming, Shannon? Uh, so a spooky suggestion. Uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, Mercedes man, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, oddly enough, it's an AT and T original projection. Uh, the production hmm. I don't know. AT and T puts out stuff. It's weird. Yeah, and um. Well, I mean, they're owned. They're in. They're Warner Brothers. This is the same right. company. Okay, so, so it it's uh. Executive produced and uh, uh, piloted by David E. Kelly, mm-hmm. who has done I'm, some great shit. Like uh, I remember him, yeah. No, uh, what, what was the show that we love with James Spader and uh, Shatner? Boston, Boston Legal. Boston Legal, Boston Legal. Legal. Yeah. which is on Hulu. Yeah, um, but it's based on a uh, Stephen King story. Mm-hmm. Don't let that dissuade you. <laughs> Um, and it's stars Brendan Gleeson, who's one of my favorite actors. Okay. He's he's like the lead actor in it. Mm-hmm. And he's a uh, ex-detective who is obsessed with uh, this guy that he never caught that killed 16 people. And um, you get to see both of their lives. And it's one of those shows where you're like... Oh man, I want that motherfucker to get caught, but you're also kind of rooting for the serial killer because he's like, mm. oh, what is this? It's um, it's really good. It's really creepy. Great acting. It's got what's her hell from uh, weed weeds in it. Which oh, one? Were... The lead Nancy? character from weed. Yeah, Nancy? Mary Elizabeth uh, Master Antonio. Yeah, Mary <laughs> Mary Louise Parker. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. one of the Marys. And she's in it, and it's just fantastic. And you're like, you don't know what's going to happen every episode. All right. And it's creepy as fuck. Uh, just real quick here. Uh, of course, uh, Star Trek Discovery makes me cry every time I watch it because it's so yeah. good. Yeah. It's emotional. Um, I'm keeping up with uh, Swamp Thing as they put it on the CW. It's not really holding my interest. Really? Yeah, but I'm going to continue to watch How it. How censored is it? Uh, not really. It's a, it's a it's very swearsy dirty. show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm only three episodes in, so, uh, the Borat movie was funny, uh, and nice. I'm late to the pro- I'm late to the party with this one. Midsummer, hmm. uh, the movie. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. Rebecca. <laughs> my favorite movie. It's like yeah, one of my favorite movies. That's some sad white. That's a sad white movie right there. God that damn. Really is. Yeah. Like, uh, love uh, Midsummer. Our friend Kari has like two like posters of it. Oh, I have the house. same one. I got oh, yeah. the one that she has. <laughs> yeah, because I, I I'm late to the I'm late to the party on it. But boy, it was it was creepy, and it'll uh, should it'll I have you thinking? This? Should I watch? I it? love it's Midsummer. Your, it's like my it's, favorite movie of 2019. Tony, it's your people. Oh, I should watch it. <laughs> it's got my girl Florence Pugh in it. I love yeah, her. She's pretty dope, uh, and she's good in that too. Um. But Florence P- Florence Pugh is a girl who is not afraid to use her face. Mm-hmm. Although my wife made a comment about this: is, did the wardrobe department hate her? 
Damn. Because everything that she's wearing is awful. awful. She's in a depressive state. Okay. Of course right. her wardrobe sucks. She's in a major just, depressive state. Just, just, Paul Hollywood wouldn't say that to her. No, he my, wouldn't. My clothes don't change whether I'm depressed. I have the same things in my closet no matter what. But uh, as as uh, <laughs> I texted you guys last night because I'm catching up on season one of Doom Patrol. Oh, oh so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, my and God. Get ready for that shit. Two episodes right in a row that were, quite frankly, amazing. There was, and again, I'm not familiar with these characters. Uh, I just know them from what they're showing me on the TV show. I'm not, yeah, I, you, I, I you don't, don't have, have a comic be, book. That's yeah. That's how I went into like, it too. I didn't read any Doom Patrol up until mm-hmm. seeing it. No, I, uh, that, that yeah. show that that show blew my mind, and I was familiar with the characters. It's better than the that, comic. It's way better than the comics. But here's the thing: two episodes that just got me because you guys know I love Lou Reed and this is one of my favorite Lou Reed songs and it's often misused in shows it's not an optimistic song it's not an optimistic song it it, it just depends on your outlook I suppose but but they used it the most effective I've ever seen this song used in any movie or TV show, and that was in season one, episode six, Doom Patrol Patrol, where they go looking for the original Doom Patrol. And I'm going to do a little spoiler here because it's necessary. And we find out that the original Doom Patrol, when we first meet them, they're happy and healthy and everything's great. Well, it turns out that it's all an illusion by their their lead guy who is a mental mentalist expert. Mento. Mento was his name. Yeah. And then we see them at the at the end where they're back in the illusion and they're happy and they're young and they're beautiful again and it's, it's about time we had some photos taken, you know, and 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 they used Lou Reed's perfect day absolutely spot on, just, just brilliantly. But then after that there was the episode with Danny Street. Mm-hmm. Which Danny, Danny, Street, is Danny great. Street is like Oh my God! The Danny Street episode. Watch that, boy! I nearly ran upstairs to say, "Sue, you gave up on this show too quickly." Yeah. The, I, the I told Cat the same thing. Yeah. I told Cat the same thing. The episode with that's the episode where Larry gets caught up and he does the whole karaoke thing with all yeah. the all the people, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. realize he's just too afraid of himself to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that episode brought me to tears. Oh, I, it's, tra- it's tragic. It's. I have yeah. cried at least eight times watching both seasons of Doom Patrol. Yeah, at least. So it's so those are both season one episodes that uh, just, y'all need to watch on your I'm HBO just happy because Rachel loves Doom Patrol, so she's she's kind of given in to my weirdness with that show. Mm-hmm. Like, well, um, if you're, I was so worried. That, what's the guy that does the poses? Flex Mentallo. Oh my god, yeah. I love him so much. Okay, Just he hasn't showed he hasn't showed up yet. So, yeah. oh, dude, no, you haven't seen Carrie. You haven't seen Flex Mentallo yet. No, I'm I'm only into like episode seven of. Literally, yeah, dude, this yeah. is a guy. If your cat's kept, stuck in a tree, he has a flex for that. It keeps getting better. Just the show keeps right. getting better. Yeah. Well, I would just say to people who have, uh, you know, if you're done with the boys and you're looking for something eh, kind of similar. Yeah, uh, I would but, say it's but, like but it's better. like it's like the boys meets uh, Legends of Tomorrow meets uh, Umbrella Academy. I well, think this was, yeah, yeah. I don't think you could uh, quantify it. I think it's just its own thing. Doom Patrol was DC's answer to X Men in the sixties. They needed and it's crazy. a guy in a wheelchair that was in a mansion leading a group mm-hmm. of misfits, and it didn't find its steam until Grant Morrison started writing it in the eighties. And it was weird, and it was great, and I know we loved it. 
but the show has managed to be its own thing and oh, it's and breathtaking it, it really is and alan uh, alan tudyk is so good in it alan uh, tudyk is what, is incredible one of my favorite characters is a cockroach yeah. yeah ezekiel yeah yeah, ezekiel. yeah. oh which so, means carrie hasn't gotten to the season finale of the first season yeah yeah so we, yeah street, we gotta we gotta let him and All he's right. like that cockroach and standing before you <laughs> that's booger great. booger from yeah. revenge of the nerds yep. yeah, yeah. I, I recognize his voice right away games yeah. tony let's get this going here we got uh some good stuff coming out of the end of the month here um well I don't mean possibly good stuff uh, since we haven't played him yet, but uh, Watch Dogs Legion leading the pack here. Uh, this is the third Watch Dogs game from Ubisoft, and uh, it looks to be probably the best one, if you ask me. Now, the hook on this game is uh, it takes place in the not-too-distant future. Um, AI... Nothing run- good's going on there. A- AI uh, <laughs> runs uh, most of the cities... Uh, on the uh, the corporations that uh, produce the AI, tell oh, they're what talking to do. about a corporatocracy that's being uh, used by EAI to uh, it runs this like, an it, agenda it runs that all we the, don't understand. It runs all the utilities. It runs all all that kind of stuff. And uh, <laughs> you have a group of hackers that uh, uh, want to free us from the AI kind of a thing. But what makes this game kind of stand out from the other Watchdogs is you can play as almost any character you see. Mm. Uh, if your character dies in the line of duty, you take over a new character that you have previously converted to your cause that you meet at, at earlier in the game. So cool. uh, it, looks, it looks really interesting. It looks gorgeous, too. The, the graphics and everything look amazing. Comes out on every system. Um, also, if you like the Pikmin games from Nintendo, you're getting Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I've got, I've got a nephew who lives for these things. So there you go. He'll he'll love this yeah. one. It's it's uh, Pikmin 3 that came out for the Wii U. They're bringing it up to the Switch. So oh, it's, nice. Yeah, it's got all the DLCs and everything that they had, if there was any. Uh, another game, uh, The Dark Pictures, uh, is that series of games that I think, I think they're the ones that did The Man of Medan and... Uh, what was the other one? Anyway, they do like horror style games, if I'm remembering correctly. And this one's called Little Hope. Uh, sounds like a terrible game to release right now. <laughs> At least based on the name. Yeah, just like it's called Real Life the Game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 2020, Real Life. Why it's would called, I want that? It's called Stay in Your House Till Monday, Dumbass. Mm, exactly. <laughs> the game. And then uh, also that one that I mentioned last week that looked really cool, the uh, cyberpunk-style hack-and-slash gun shooter fast-paced game called Ghost Runner. That Mm -hmm. one comes out this week. That looks cool. Promising. That's that's about it for for good good games. Yeah, That's good. All right. Well, Mr. B, if you would, please. Okay. You guys? Yeah. I was not trying to eat more ham. (laughs) I was just trying to tuck its shirt in. That's all. That's all I'm saying. We're more than a corporation. We're a religion. 